You're listening to Two Smart Assets with Chris Thompson and Danny Nichols. This is your source for passive investing in real estate syndications. It's time for us to gain knowledge and take action. So let's go. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. This is the Two Smart Assets podcast. I'm your host, Danny Nichols, here along with my co-host, Chris Thompson. What's up, man? How you doing, man? Good, good. Your week's been going pretty well or what? Yep, just uh, staying busy. You know, there's always all kinds of stuff to do. So just buying my time and uh, waiting it out inside the house. Yeah, how's, uh, how's uh, the market doing in your area? Is it still, you guys still staying pretty busy or what? Yeah, it still seems to be pretty steady yet. Uh, not too many people I know, at least in real estate, have been affected uh, too heavily yet. People are still out, you know, showing houses. We're still having pretty frequent closings. And for right now, uh, the real estate, at least the residential side of stuff over here is uh, relatively stable for now. Good, good. Well, hopefully, you know, we'll see some some uptick in that or, or you know, just some progress going forward. Hopefully this thing will get worked out that way we can move forward with all that stuff and get better and better, you know? Yeah. Cool. All so. right. Well, hey, before before we jump into the show real quick, I uh, just want to let, you know, all our listeners know that we have some great resources on our website for passive investors, you know, so go ahead, head over to twosmartassets.com. There you can find our passive uh, investing guide in apartment syndications. Really, it's just a quick overview of how you can get started in apartment syndication investing. If you're a passive investor, kind of how we started, you know, this is some of the information that's really going to help you wrap your mind uh, around what these things look like and really how to get your foot in the door. So another thing we have on there is our sample deal. Uh, it's basically just to uh, give you an idea of what to expect uh, to receive from an operator when an opportunity comes up and that type of, and the type of information they provide, you know, it's going to have the numbers. It's basically just an executive summary, but it's going to have the numbers, you know, the returns, you know, what the, what the investment really looks like uh, that they're providing, where it is, all this stuff. So there's a lot of good information there, but uh, you know, after you check out these resources, if you have any questions or anything you just want to talk to us about in regards to those documents, just hit us up anytime. Uh, Again, go to our website. There's a contact us page. You can, um, leave us any questions or comments there. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, also check us out on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, you can send us messages there. We're putting out content every weekday. So go in over there. There's a lot of good stuff on there. Check it out. Let us know what you think. We'd love to connect with all of you. Also, if you're a fan of the show or if you've been listening to us for a little bit, uh, please head over to iTunes and leave us a rating and written review. This really helps us reach more like-minded individuals that could that could benefit from this type of information. I know that's how we got started. So, um, right, Chris? I mean, that's yeah, that, it, precisely. You know, the more the more you uh, uh, kind of interact with us, and let us know how we're doing. And if you like it, we'll keep doing the same thing. If you got any, you know, any thoughts, you know, we'll definitely take it into consideration. But anything we can do to kind of uh, expand our reach and uh, help people that are, you know, in our similar situation. Absolutely. All right. So. Here we are. Uh, it's actually May 1st today, right? Today yeah. is the, the first day of May. So lots of things have changed since uh, the beginning of the year. It's been a, it's been a crazy year so far. Uh, 2020 is, is, is a bit, uh, bit of chaos for sure. And, uh, mm. you know, there's been, a, there's been a lot of changes. And uh, I think there's probably going to be a lot more changes in the near future. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, there's going to be uh, a lot of opportunities coming out of this. There's going to be a lot of changes just overall. Um, we're not going to come out of this the same way we went into it. So right. Absolutely. You can guarantee. Right. Absolutely. There's going to be, there's going to be some changes. Uh, 
you know, obviously there's been changes recently, but some of these may be more permanent than others. You know, some of these are going to be temporary just while this thing's going on, but some of these may be more permanent. And, you know, while some people have been affected, uh, the thing you have to consider is, you know, everybody's different and your current situation may be different than somebody else's situation. So everybody's been affected differently uh, by these economic um, these conditions really. So, and I would say, everyone has felt something, you know, maybe some more than others, but every, everyone has felt some sort of effect from what's been going on. Um, I know, I know I have personally and with my business, you know, with our investments, Chris, what do you think? Same with you. I think, I think that uh, it runs the gamut. You know, we, whether you've been affected directly or indirectly, each of us knows someone who has either gotten sick at this point, Uh, actually caught the coronavirus or we're actually feeling it whether you've been laid off or furloughed in your job or whether your uh, portfolio is kind of you know in the mud right now you know there's a everybody's being touched Uh, it just depends on your situation and how that's actually affecting you whether it's family or your portfolio something's everybody knows what's going on right now and everybody's feeling it Right, exactly. And, you know, I've talked to a number of people saying, you know, that, you know, they have stock portfolios or their 401ks and depending on where you are in your life, uh, this could be very detrimental, you know, to what's kind of going on if you need to take advantage of these, these conditions. So a lot of people have been affected by this. I know I have, Chris, you have too. So, but one of the really thing is, is um, it, it applies to everything. Like we said before, personal, uh, your business or just your investments, right? Some of these, some of these, the waves that have been created by this virus, uh, it, it's presented some challenges. And we know these are trying times. These are trying times for basically everybody. Uh, but, but the thing to really keep in mind is, is that with these challenges come opportunity, right? There's, there's, always, there's always an other side of it. Don't you think, Chris? Yeah, no, you're, you're completely right. You know, um, I, 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 I don't even want to expand on that just yet. You're, you're right. There's always room for opportunity. And just because everything seems uh, less than favorable right now, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean everything because right now there's still people making money, you know, on this downturn. So it's just how you're, what you're doing about your, your investments and how you're positioning yourself uh, is right. going to determine how you're going to fare in this. Well, and exactly, just exactly what you're saying. If you're not out there and you're not looking for opportunity or you're not positioning yourself correctly, uh, these type of things can very easily pass you by, right? I mean, you want to be able to keep your eyes open and kind of focus on what you're trying to accomplish and really uh, get educated and keep your mind, talk to people, network, this kind of things. Keep your eyes open and your ears open for potential opportunities or ways that you can better position yourself for, you know, what's going on right now. And then also what's, you know, idea of what you think is going to happen later. So, uh, it, it, there are, I know these are challenging times, but there are opportunities. So keep that in mind. And today, you know, this episode is really based on, uh, the mindset of an investor during a downturn and some of the actions you should be taking to better position yourself, um, for success or really just, you know, long-term stability, right? You want to build that foundation. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about today the mindset of an investor during a downturn or a crisis or whatever, kind of what we're experiencing right now. Um, you know, and this is something you can establish before you go into, uh, you know, the crisis or something while it's happening. These are, these are, it applies in any situation. So first of all, what the thing, the thing that I want to first talk about is really is your personal and your business finances. So when it, in reality, this type of thing, you should be looking at 
all the time, right? You shouldn't be just doing this, you know, just now because there's a, a financial crisis or whatever. This should be happening all the time. But um, if you haven't done this, now is a good time to do it, right, Chris? I mean, like, it's just like, something that- Like planting a tree, you know, the best time <laughs> to do it is now or, I don't know, 20 years ago. Right. So the first thing we want to touch on is take a look, dive into your personal and business finances. And really um, what you want to look at right now, and in my opinion, is you want to look at your spending, your income and basically your expenses. So at this point, depending on what you're looking or how you're looking, cut the, cut the discretionary um, spending. You know, the stuff you don't need, cut that stuff out. You, there's no reason to be doing that stuff right now because we don't know how long this thing is going to last. And so focus on keeping more of that money in your, in your pocket. Right. And one of the things really, uh, that helps with this is if you have any major purchases lined up that aren't just absolutely necessary, um, hold off on those. I mean, Mm -hmm. obviously if you have some sort of expense or something or something you absolutely have to do, take care of it. Right. I mean, it's just, you gotta do what you gotta do. But if it's something just not absolutely necessary, I'd say hold off on that. And another thing is Chris, I know you've heard this, we've heard this many times is you want to have some sort of rainy day fund, basically allocating three to six months of reserves, maybe even 12 months, right? Cause who knows how long this thing is going to last really. Sure. Uh, so it's a good idea to have these reserves in place for when something unexpected happens. And the real deal is I know the unexpected has basically already happened. So if you haven't had, if you don't have this lined up or whatever, whatever already, you need to basically keep in mind what we said earlier about cutting those expenses and really focusing on uh, being able to um, shore up more of that cash because you may need it going forward. And uh, the, re- the real thing is, is, is that, um, you know, with the whole coronavirus, a lot of companies, they've been implementing uh, mass layoffs. I mean, we've seen this left and right, you know, work in the oil and gas industry or real estate or wherever, you're seeing a lot of slowdown in business activity. So having this rainy day fund can really help you um, with any issues during this downtime if you've unfortunately been laid off uh, like a lot of people have just because of, like I said, the slowdown in business activity. So whether you have a rainy day fund or not, you should be looking at um, your income and your expenses and adjusting accordingly if you can. And like I said, cut back on any unnecessary expenses because that's really going to help you extend that rainy day fund. Say you have so much allocated. Well, it's really going to, if you can cut back on a lot of the stuff that you're not needing, well, then you can really spend more time. Um, that fund, that rainy day fund's really going to, it's going to outlast this stuff, hopefully. So as long as you can extend that, the better. Uh, and the same really can be said for your business and your investments when you're talking mm-hmm. about, you know, having cash reserves. Um, it comes in handy. Say if you have a real estate investment and you lose a tenant or they can't pay any or all of the rent due to, you know, what's happened with the current issues. Uh, you know, maybe they lost their job or maybe they're, they've been furloughed or their hours have been cut, you know, and their income has been slashed or basically reduced to, to zero. So what are you going to do as a, as a landlord, you know, with your property? Um, something to keep in mind. Also uh, as a, as an investor, one of the things you want to keep in mind is having cash on hand is really going to position yourself uh, for success when it comes to opportunities that do arise. Like we talked about earlier, you want to make sure that you're, you can take advantage of these opportunities and come out smelling good on the other side. Right. So, and when it comes to, I know we talked about in your personal things, talking about um, cutting some of your expenses, same thing can be uh, said with your real estate investments, capital expenditures, right? If you have a, if you're going in, you're doing some sort of um, 
add-ons or renovations to your property that maybe you don't absolutely need to do right now, maybe hold off on that, right? I mean, do, if you have stuff that needs to be done immediately because it's vital to the investment or the property, yeah, go ahead and do it. But maybe something that's not absolutely necessary, just hold off on for, for a little bit. And um, mm. it's just something to consider, kind of like keep some more of those reserves in, in, in the bank for you. Uh, another thing to consider, I think something strongly to consider right now, um, is looking to like uh, shoring up some free cash, uh, maybe a refinance or um, something like that, or a cash out refi when it comes to a property, especially if the interest rates are low. If you can lock in a long-term uh, low interest rate debt um, and then be able to pull some cash out of that, some equity out of that uh, investment, this is something to consider right now because again, you may need some cash going forward and this is a good opportunity to do that if it falls in line with what you're trying to achieve, right? Another thing you do is uh, maybe consider like establishing a line of credit. Um, that way, if you need it, it's there. But if you don't need it, then you really haven't lost any ground, right? Because with a, um, a line of credit, you're really kind of just setting it up for when you need it. But if you don't ever use it, then no harm done. So basically what we want to come with this is look into your income, look into your expenses, free up any cash that you can in order to build up those reserves and position yourself better um, to take advantage of the opportunities that we will see coming forward. And, you know, you hear a lot of people say cash is trash, you know, at certain ports of the market you may have heard that a lot recently. Um, but when there's this much uncertainty in the market and what's happening, uh, it's good to have options. Right. So. I think, I think you make a lot of good points and <clears throat> a lot of this has to do with basically just investing in yourself and investing right now, instead of worrying about like you're saying, you know, like just cutting these, uh, unnecessary expenditures, whether it's in person, in your personal life or business life or your investments, like just kind of trim the fat a little bit. It's just going to help you weather the storm just a little bit more. You know, you made a handful of tips there that I think I, you know, I'd like to actually expand on a couple of them, you know, it's basically like living within your means, you know, to me, that means being prepared, um, being prepared to basically like live everyday habits, you know, that are going to help you survive an, an economic downturn, you know, you know, uh, like I said, you know, this can really be applied through all aspects across your life, but, you know, just pay attention to that unnecessary CapEx. If it can wait, let's just hold out a little bit. We don't know how bad this could get, or, you know, we don't know where we are in this particular cycle, I guess, of, of everything that's going on right now. So just, there's just so much, there's so much uncertainty, right? It, exactly. You know, so, and that goes back to the emergency fund, you know, just pay attention to what you're spending on. You know, if, if it can wait, you know, I would go ahead and do that. Um, but also, you know, uh, at certain times, you know, you can rely on your credit, right? But one thing that ha tends to happen during a recession is the credit availability tends to dry up. So, I mean, point. like, so it, it, that can't be the end all and be all. You have to, it always goes back to like diversifying. You know, we have, we have our money spread out across different ways. So that way, if a particular market, you know, goes into the gutter really we are really that's only you know like a minor inconvenience because we've spread ourselves out across the board here and my other things are doing all right and so uh, another thing i think is is a good point is basically like if you can find a way to get any additional income whether it whether it is for your business or your personal life um you know whether it's you know making maybe a, another investment or even selling things on ebay you know basically do what you got to do to kind of diversify your streams of income. You know, that's just mm -hmm. going to help insulate you during these, uh, during these times of like really, 
non-existent job security. All right. Right. Uh, but like I said before, you know, build that credit. Uh, I think that's always a, a good plan, you know, whether it's today or whether it's a year ago or whether it's five years from now, like you want to keep your credit score high just because that's, you know, that's part of who you are and what other people are going to see of you, you know, when they, when they look at your background, you know, so you really want to maintain your relationships with your lenders, you know, <clears throat> it, it's much, much easier to, to deal with a, an impending situation, uh, you know, when we know that it's coming rather than having to, uh, to really backtrack, you know, so I, I know from personal experience, you know, working with people in collections, it's so much easier to tackle an issue head on rather than like literally to try to play catch up. That's so much harder, especially on a person who might be behind mm. playing catch up. You know, it, it's, it's almost, it's, I won't say it's impossible, but it's pretty hard to dig yourself out of a hole, you know, without somebody trying to be able to give you some kind of easement on that and make it a little bit, uh, a little bit easier on you, I guess the way I should have said it, but really just, you know, as far as your lender is concerned, you know, keep those, uh, keep those lines of communication open. You know, they're, they're going to be much easier to work with you, you know, if you need help. And if you have a client who's constantly reaching out to you or a tenant, you know, if I knew, you know, on April 20th or April 25th or any time before the first that my tenant is not going to be able to pay rent on time on the first, I can deal with that instead of you waiting until the fifth or the sixth to tell me, well, now you're late and it, it just being, being proactive in your communication just lends to that credibility. And, you know, because even if they do call me on the fifth and say that they can't pay rent, you know, I, it's not that it's unexpected. It's not that I wouldn't believe them because obviously that makes sense right now, but it, it, it just, it helps me, it helps me be a better landlord. If I know the stuff that you're going through, you know, cause I want to treat you right. I want to, you know, do good by you. So, you know, I'm not looking to, you know, put anybody's head in advice, but it's, you know, just let me know what things are, let me know when things are happening in your life and you know, we'll work through it, you know? So whatever. Uh, another thing is, uh, in this whole, in this whole time of, you know, uh, just uncertainty, you gotta, you gotta invest with a long-term mindset right now. You know, if, if all your money's wrapped up in the stock market or whatever, and maybe it's, and, and maybe it's not doing great. Well, you know, you got to think a little bit further out. And besides that, when you got into the stock market, you knew that there's going to be some general swings or whatever, but we need to think much further out than this little, than this epidemic that's happening right now or whatever's happening this month. Beyond that, you know, look years out. And if you have that time, then, then it's fine. But, uh, you know, really this is just, you know, just, you got to understand that, it, that investing is playing the long game day to day, month to month, even year to year swings, they're going to be cyclical. So, you know, don't, I guess another thing is like, don't sell anything while the market is down. You're going to turn those paper losses into stone, right? So just kind of, just kind of hang out, which actually brings me to my next point here is, you know, you need to be real about your risk tolerance. You need to be honest with yourself because, you know, investments, they're supposed to be they're supposed to provide you with a sense of financial relief rather than a sense of panic, you know, and if you know, if you understand uh, how your investments are allocated and if you consider, you, you know, if you consider where there might be some room uh, for you to kind of uh, diversify a little bit better or reallocate, you know, that that's good. Right. But 
you know, just don't overestimate your risk, your risk tolerance. You know, that, that could really lead to a, a poor investment decision. And really, like I just said, you know, diversify, make sure all your money isn't in one place. Now we all inherently know that, uh, but that's just the best way to, to mitigate any risk. You know, that just goes back to your normal daily habits that you should already have. You know, you never keep your eggs in one basket, you know, so just kind of just across the board, just kind of broaden the scopes of uh, your investments and just keep your eyes out, pay attention to what's going on. Don't panic. So like the worst thing you could do, don't panic. <laughs> I really like, uh, you know, you brought up some great points there and it's definitely about not panicking, right? This is, this is not a time to panic. This is a time to, you know, kind of open your eyes and, and view the landscape for what it is or, you know, where you think it's going. But uh, you made some great points, man, uh, especially with, I, I enjoyed the being proactive with, with your tenants. I think this is going to save a lot of heartache on, on both sides. Right. So um, if you can be proactive with your tenants, I think that's a, that's a great thing. And also another thing that I really uh, liked there with some of your tips was uh, the long-term view. You know, I mean, we know investing is a long-term thing the way we play it. Right. So uh, I think having that long-term view is very important. And, you know, with this time, with all this extra time that we're having, uh, one thing to consider is, uh, it getting educated. You know, if you're a new investor, you have to be getting educated and this is a great time for that to happen. Now, if you're not new, if you're an experienced investor, maybe this is time to get reeducated, you know, sure. be out there looking at stuff. This is one of the things you really want to be, uh, doing, uh, just as an investor in general, no question. So, you know, you may have some extra time right now, get out there. Don't waste this extra time, you know, um, I'm not going to talk about this too much because we've already talked about it, but you know, there are plenty of resources to get you started. Books, podcasts, blogs, there's blogs everywhere right now. There's webinars. There's so much stuff, bigger pockets, uh, dive deep into these things, these resources and look at, you know, investing in real estate, but then also look at uh, economics. You want to have a, a, at least a general understanding of economics and what that looks like um, with the economy. So be paying attention to these things, get educated, um, there are a lot of moving parts right now. Uh, well, always there's a lot of stuff going on, but <laughs> education is going to be the, the key to success. So go out there and, you know, get going. No, you're right. You're right. <clears throat> the smart investors, they continue their education. Okay. They're patiently, you know, keeping their eyes on the markets. They're looking for the opportunities that are going to come up unexpectedly. And, uh, you know, they, they know with what's, they know, you know, kind of with uh, everything that's going on right now, there will be some chances to pick up a potentially a high quality asset at a discounted rate, you know? So right now, you know, the most vulnerable assets are the ones that are, you know, they're highly leveraged. They're too reliant on uh, you know, cycle, uh, you know, whatever, whatever it is, you know, just cycle reliant, I guess. Uh, and they're speculative and just overall underperforming. You know, there are a ton of companies out there that are feeling this pretty heavily right now. Uh, but there are also other companies are, uh, they're all, are other companies out there that aren't nearly as heavily affected right now. But considering really this isn't quite over yet, who knows uh, what companies will or won't feel some of these ripple effects. So just like he said, just stay educated. If you need something else to, uh, to educate yourself on, look at where everybody else is making money, whether it's in a mobile home park, just go look at other areas. Uh, there's no way you know everything about investing at this point. It's always time to, to re-educate yourself and learn something new. Right. And as a passive investor, there's nothing wrong with 
uh, ripping off or copying what other people are doing, right? Because these people are making moves. They're giving you good returns potentially. So if you're a passive investor, look into this stuff. Like you said, maybe it's mobile home parks, maybe it's self-storage, maybe it's something completely different. Who knows, right? Uh, but if it falls in line with what you're doing, then pay attention. And this brings me to uh, another point really to consider is, you know, you're out there keeping your eyes open for potential opportunities, whatever. But if you're an investor, make sure you have that criteria established, right? Make sure that your criteria that you have right now is, I don't want to say set in stone, but you want to have the baseline for what you're doing as um, an investor, you know, these numbers and what you're looking for and it needs to fit that mold, right? You don't want to be out here trying to time the market or whatever, catch that falling knife. So the important thing to remember is that there's always going to be cycles. I mean, yeah, this is kind of crazy right now, but uh, there's always going to be cycles. It's just how, it's how it works. So what you want to do really is take a deep dive into the fundamentals of your, like your target markets and see how the current downturn has affected the properties in the area. I mean, we're still kind of early in this thing, so who knows, right? I mean, we're going to see this as it plays out for the next month, few months, uh, maybe the, you know, this next quarter for sure, maybe the quarter after that. Um, but one of the things you can take, uh, for example, is if, if your market has been hit hard by this downturn or potentially, uh, you know, you might see a rise in vacancy. So stay on top of the vacancy rate, mm -hmm. you know, be talking to people who are in that market, the markets you want to be in, or maybe even the markets you've already invested in, you know, be on top of these things, see what the, see what these investments are doing or see what the economics are doing in that, in that economy, if it has been hard hit. So just be looking at your markets, be looking at different deals. Don't stop just because this thing is crazy right now. Right. But, uh, the it's main the point I'm trying to take your foot off the gas, right? Yeah. This is, you need to, this is just, you're still, you're still on the gas. You're still going. So, but my main point is just solidify your investment criteria and keep going as normal, right? You might have to be a little bit flexible, but you want to have a baseline already established before, you know, while you're going through this stuff. And you know, if something comes across your desk, maybe an investment opportunity, um, or just whatever it, you know, if it, if the fundamentals work and the numbers look good and they meet your criteria, then, you know, take a, a, a dive into it, you know, explore it further just because we're in, uh, you know, unprecedented times right now. It's not a reason just to go to sleep, you know, and not be paying attention to this stuff. Um, I don't know. That's just my opinion. What do you think, Chris? No, you're, you're, I, you know, I really can't uh, agree with you more. Just cool. keep your eyes open and uh, just be, be ready to make a move. Uh, it, no one's ever going to be able to really time the market. So just base your, uh, base all your, your assumptions on your previous experience and the knowledge you have, you know, that'll help guide your, your good yep. decisions. So. Right. And I would say if you are running in any challenges with like your, your investments or your business or your personal life or whatever, what's going on in your life. And if you're running into challenges, tackle those things, you know, get after them. Don't just let them pass by. Like, Hey man, these things are tough right now or, you know, whatever's going on. Uh, don't just avoid the issues, you know, expect them to happen because they're going to happen right now. Right. Yep. And then move forward in resolving them. Uh, you know, get out in front of these issues so you can basically reduce any further or unnecessary damage that may occur. Cause who knows what's going to happen. And, and this is a good example, kind of what you talked about before is, you know, your tenant, they may have issues paying rent uh, because they've been laid off uh, due to what's going on, you know, and it would be prudent to work with them to solve these issues, right? As they arise, you know, if they can't pay rent, you don't want them telling you it's the fifth and they can't pay rent, kind of what you're saying, right? You know, you want to know these things beforehand. So communicate and, and talk and, you know, 
if you have any issues, jump out in front of them. It's really going to help mitigate further problems down the road. Um, and you know, you've helped yourself and potentially somebody else out in the same process. So. No, I, th- I think you're, I think you're right. You know, um, I think it's just a normal, uh, I think it's a good quality to have just as a person, uh, you know, when something arises, it really doesn't matter in what facet of your life it is. Like, you know, when it's uncomfortable or times are hard or whatever, address the situation straight away. If you ignore it, it rarely gets better ignored. So just go ahead and address it. Uh, and the people that work with you and work around you are going to have that much more respect for you because they know that, you know, you're a person of integrity. You're not afraid of it. Just let's just go ahead and address it. It's gonna, It's coming whether you like it or not. You mm-hmm. might as well just face it. And, uh, and I think that goes a long way, um, in the eyes of others and just understanding how you're going to approach an, an issue or w- regardless of uh, how big or how small it is, you know, they know that you're going to do the right thing and that you're going to you know, do what you can to get it done. I would say something else to consider really to, to, you know, you know, on top of that is to really consider is continue building your relationships, your networking and all that stuff. This should be something that's, that you're always working on. Right. Um, right you know, whether it's, you know, business is normal or it's in a downturn, you don't need to let your foot off the gas when it comes to networking relationships. So despite things being currently shut down, you know, like events and meetups, cause you know, as investors, we, we've talked about this before going to events and meetups is critical, right? So, but right. you can still network with investors, even though these things are shut down. Uh, you can do it through social media, you can do it through email or really jump on the phone, you know, schedule a call with some of these people, talk to them. You want to stay top of mind with these individuals. And then also on top of that, build new relationships so you can grow your network. So really focusing on understanding other people's needs is probably going to be obviously critical with networking, whether you're in a downturn or not, um, to see what they have going on and then see if you can provide value to them in any way. Uh, And that's going to pay dividends going forward. So um, like I said, this is going to be something that holds true in a, in a downturn or not, but really what I'm, we're trying to get at is this downturn is not a reason to let up on this This is something you still want to stay focused on. If anything, press harder, you know, just, uh, just kind of one of those things. So, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. You know, just, just, Keep, you know, just keep going, uh, actively seeking uh, to build and forge those relationships. Relationships, you know, keep yourself at the top of other people's minds is super important. You know, when they come across something that, uh, that they know you're into, they're more quickly, they're, they're uh, probably more likely to quickly pass on the information if they know that that's what you're looking for or something that you might be into, you know, so, or, or if they know somebody uh, that they should be introducing you to. You know, there's that old saying, you know, luck is when preparedness meets opportunity. So just go out there, have those conversations, regardless of the the medium you prefer, whether it's, you know, social media or face-to-face or over the phone or whatever, but just stay on top of those relationships. Uh, That's just what's going to create more opportunity. Right. Definitely. are going to be key. And so uh, one of the the other things I want to talk about real quick uh, before we run out of time is, uh, you know, keep, we tarped on, keep looking for opportunities. You want to keep your eyes open, but also you want to be patient, you know, um, you know, we said earlier in the episode, fully believe in staying the course and continuing to invest in the investments that make sense. You know, if something comes across your desk, mm-hmm. um, you know, obviously take a look at it, but you know, currently we're not sure how this thing could play out. We don't, I mean, when are we going to get back to normal? What is the new norm? Is there a new normal? Right. We don't know. Right. So we really, when it comes to this, really, we could just be at the beginning of this type of thing. You know, this recession, this could be, this could be new right now. Who knows? we might get a V shape recovery and we might be back to normal 
in a few months or a month or whatever, right? Nobody knows. And, you know, the ramifications of the recent events, I don't think have yet to fully hit real estate. You know, there's a lot of things going on right now and especially rental real estate. So, you know, if business businesses continue to shut down for quite some time, this could provide major challenges for investment property owners that aren't set up to weather the length of this storm, right? So going back to the education part, be looking at economic conditions. You need to be looking at what's going on in different markets or the overall market in America or wherever you're investing. Uh, be looking at unemployment numbers, vacancy rates in your in your market or whatever market you're trying to invest in or have invested in. Uh, the the rent rates, the collections, are they collecting rent on time? What are the what are the rents looking like that uh, for your investments? And then you know which markets are being hit the hardest by this or the least, and why. So these are just some of the things to give uh, attention to. Uh, when you're looking at the numbers, um, like I said before, nobody wants to catch a falling knife. And, you know, while we advocate for keep investing, if something good comes across your way, uh, you want to be prudent about your, um, your investments and your investing criteria and keep your eyes and ears open for what's happening, you know, economically really in this. So remember it's a long game. So position yourself accordingly. Yeah, I, uh, I completely right. You know, you're it, it, basically, we just need to be patient, you know, um, this, this is a long-term thing, so keep a long-term perspective. Uh, just keep keep educating yourself. Keep uh, just keep up on the research. Read everything you can. Right. Uh, you know that's really the the best investment you can make. At least you know just invest your time into uh, just getting that knowledge of what's going on and who's being affected and how you might be able to help or how you might be able to benefit off of uh, someone else's misfortune. You know, with a good heart, I guess. But just right. be patient and. You know, keep your balance, your uh, portfolio, you know, balanced and diversified. Absolutely. Okay, Chris. Well, we're kind of running out of time here, uh, but before we get out of here, I got a question for you. You ready? Yeah. What's one thing you're really focused on right now uh, in terms of your investments or what you're looking at? Well, it's literally what I basically what I just said. Uh, you know, just keeping my eyes out. You know, I've been spending a little bit of time um, reviewing different markets just to kind of see how they're affected. Uh, you know, right now there's not a lot of data out, so it's kind of hard to really get a, a good handle on that. But really just paying attention to see, uh, you know, what, what markets are seeing a lot of layoffs, uh, furloughs, and just trying to kind of estimate what businesses um, are going to be affected by the most, you know, through this ongoing ripple effect. And so really that's what I'm doing, just paying attention. That's all I do every day is just read news sources and just look around, see uh, what everybody's primary complaints are and what, uh, you know, what they're doing to deal with it. And um, yeah, my number one thing is just, just staying, staying educated, just stay on the, uh, on the internet and read. I think it's a great point, you know, and kind of what we touched on earlier was, you know, we're still kind of early in this thing for real estate, at least some parts of real estate. So as rents start coming out this month, it being, the first of May, we're really going to see what kind of impact these layoffs and these, these business shutdowns have had on, you know, renters and, and stuff like that. So I'll be curious to see what happens, but um, you know, keeping our eyes out, like you said, and definitely paying attention to what's going on in the market. All right, Chris, well that about wraps it up for today. You got anything else? No, I'm happy with today. Excellent. Well, Hey man, it's always great talking to you and I can't wait to talk to you again next week for everybody else. Appreciate you tuning in. We'll see you next week. Take care. Hey, thanks for listening to today's episode. Head over to iTunes to subscribe to the show. And while you're there, we really appreciate you leaving a rating and written review. If you have any questions or topics you'd like to hear on the show, 
Connect with us on social media or through our website at twosmartassets.com. We look forward to speaking to each and every one of you. Talk to you soon.